Your Eye on Annapolis Daily News Brief keeps you informed about what's happening in Annapolis, Anne Arundel County, and Maryland. Local news, local sports, local events, local opinion, and, of course, local weather. Your Eye on Annapolis Daily News Brief starts now. Good morning. It's Wednesday, June 30th, 2021. This is John Frenet, and this is your Eye on Annapolis Daily News Brief. See you later, June. We made it halfway through 2021, so that is something to crow about. It is hump day, and we've got a lot to cover, so let's get into it, shall we? Tragic is the only word I have. Yesterday, shortly after midnight, two couples were on the patio at the Graduate Hotel. Both were in town to drop their sons off at the Naval Academy. Shots rang out on nearby Pleasant Street behind the hotel, and several stray bullets struck and killed one of the mothers. Police have identified her as Michelle Jordan Cummings, 57, of Houston. Her son, Leonard, also known as Trey Cummings, is a member of the class of 2025 and was to be inducted today as a prospective player for Navy football as well. We do understand that he is going to continue to go through with the induction ceremony despite the tragedy of yesterday. Police have not apprehended anyone just yet, but according to Chief Jackson, they are looking night and day. Police are asking anyone with information to contact them at 410-260-3439. Now, a GoFundMe campaign has been started for the family, and we do have a link to it on ionanapolis.net. It is absolutely awful. And just as an aside, we were unable to meet with Mayor Buckley yesterday for our podcast. Obviously, he was dealing with this. Speaking of awful, give a read to the guest column submitted by a resident asking why violence is up in Annapolis and where are the police? He asks why none of the violent crime is ever reported and seemingly none of the perpetrators are ever caught. He cited several examples and included a video of a recent fight along Main Street. We've started to dig a bit and learn that the reporting criteria in the police department has changed and that only select crimes are now being reported publicly, which explains why if someone were to look at the police reports, they would assume that the biggest problem we have is with shoplifting. We'll be asking some more questions of the police department, so you want to stay tuned and you want to head on over to ionanapolis.net to read that letter. And warning, it is pretty scathing. Well, as we're on a roll with bad news, we might as well keep on going. To get all of the info on the Jared Ramos trial, you really need to read it in the Capitol. Alex Mann and Lily Price are doing an absolutely incredible job, but here's the Cliff Notes version from the first day of the trial. The defense had their opening statements. They showed the video and photos. Ramos's defense is arguing that he was insane and painted a picture of a man who thought that the Capitol and the justice system was out to get him. His lawyers described his depression and the only emotional attachment was to his cat, whom he held on his lap for two weeks, waiting for it to die. They continued that Ramos felt the only solution was to kill and in fact had planned that specific date, hoping that community members and more staff would be in the newsroom, as there usually were on Thursdays. His attorneys did not deny the killings nor the horrors of them. In closing, they said it doesn't make sense to any of us, but it makes sense to Jared Ramos and asked that the jury focus on the law and not the crime. The trial could go on for two weeks or more before a jury reaches a verdict. And again, this verdict is to decide if he is criminally responsible or not. If he is, he goes to prison. If he's not, he goes to a psychiatric facility. But again, Alex and Lily are the ones telling the story. Be sure to read their coverage in the Capitol. 
Okay, on to nicer things. Money. Yesterday, while the governor is continuing his Eastern Shore visit, he paused to issue a waterway improvement fund grants that totaled $13.5 million. But Anne Arundel County got a decent share of it. Some of the ones that are going to be funding, $250,000 for the Adaptive Boating Center, another two fifty dollars for floating docks at Street End Parks in Annapolis, $250,000 for the ramp and parking improvements at Sandy Point Park, and a bunch of needed dredging projects, as well as a few more smaller ones. All told, Anne Arundel County got $1.6 million out of that $13.5 million. So, thank you, Governor Hogan. And what's a Wednesday without a little bit of politics? Yesterday, District 3 County Councilman Nathan Volke announced an exploratory committee to consider a run for county executive next year. If he goes for it, and that will put four Republicans in the primary race. So far, County Executive Pittman is unchallenged on the Democratic side. And if you want my two cents on this, well, this is a one-way podcast, so you don't have a choice, and here's my two cents anyway. This is a move to elbow Herb McMillan out of contention. Bolke is a very conservative, and he led the charge to take away the county executive's power of emergency declaration and also helped to elect President Trump, both positions likely embraced by McMillan. So in a four-way primary, the uber-conservative Republicans will likely split their vote between Bolke and McMillan, leaving the majority, the more centrist ones, to vote for Jessica Hare. Well, Jessica Hare happens to be the Maryland GOP favorite, it seems, and it probably doesn't hurt that she's married to the chairman of the Maryland GOP party either. You watch, this race next year will be ugly. And finally, it is I-Day for the plebes at the Naval Academy, and as soon as I hit the upload button here, I am headed to the yard to check out the petrified incoming plebes along with their haircuts, the uniforms, crying moms and dads and boyfriends and girlfriends and brothers and sisters. So you want to follow me on Twitter at IonAnnapolis, and be sure to check IonAnnapolis.net a little bit later this afternoon for the morning stuff, and then probably late tonight for the Oath of Office and that group I do. All right, that's it for the news. But first, a quick thank you to the sponsor for this daily news brief, Solar Energy Services up in Millersville, and to the Christy Neidhart team of Northrop Realty, a Long and Foster Company, and to Rehab to Perform, who's going to be opening up at 1750 Forest Drive mid-July. So stay tuned, and you want to make sure you check them out. And this is cool. Remember that you can get the daily news brief now in a streaming format on annapolis.fm or at wakiradio.com over there on the Eastern Shore. So you definitely want to check that out as well. All right, hang tight. We have George Young from DCMDVA Weather standing by with your locally forecast weather report. And since you never know when you might need an attorney, we have Scott McMullen from Scott McMullen Law here today with some of his periodic legal insight for you. All of that is coming up, but right now, here's Rick Peters from Solar Energy Services. Hello, energy consumers. This is Rick Peters, president of Solar Energy Services. With all the talk of energy resilience in the news recently, I'm surprised there's not more talk about solar plus batteries, especially since one-third of all of our new residential solar projects include a battery backup system that provides instant energy security and peace of mind. And with incentives in place for battery backup, this investment is now more affordable than ever. With financing rates as low as 0.99% and plans offering 18 months same as cash, it's now easier than ever to go solar with no money down. 
Financing creates an easy bill swap scenario where you replace your electric bill with a loan payment, allowing you to build equity in your own personal energy supply. Don't wait for your next power outage to act. Contact us today at 410-923-6090 or visit us at solarsaves.net to learn more about solar with battery backup. Don't wait another minute. Sunshine's a wasted. Sunshine, sunshine, nothing else can make me feel so fine. When you live near Annapolis, you know how fickle the weather can be. So you need a truly local forecast that's accurate and reliable. Forecast right here in Annapolis. DCMDVA weather is not just for today, but for the rest of the week and the weekend too. Now here's George Young of DCMDVA weather with the weather outlook for today and beyond. Hey everyone, this is George with DCMDVA Weather, and this is your Eye on Annapolis forecast for Wednesday, June 30th. It was a hot one yesterday for the Annapolis region, and today we'll bring more of the same to cap off June 2021 before rain moves into the forecast to start July. Look for highs today, again in the 90s, with heat index values of 100 to 105 degrees for much of Anne Arundel County before a frontal boundary helps elevate rain chances overnight tonight through Thursday and Friday, even lasting into Saturday. With temps still near 90 on Thursday before low to mid-80s Friday, with weekend highs only around 80 degrees each day with July 4th on Sunday, likely a dry one after some lingering rainfall is possible Saturday, especially in the a.m. hours. Okay, that's it for today. This is George Young of DC MDVA Weather. Make it a great day out there. Stay healthy and be safe and be sure to get our free app on all of your devices by searching DC MDVA Weather in the Apple or Google App Stores. And also be sure to follow us on Facebook and Twitter and use our website each day by visiting DC mdvaweather.com so you can always stay weather informed another moving moment from christy neidhart of the christy neidhart team from northrop realty a long and foster company so maybe you've heard by now the real estate market is hot actually on fire might be a better term and if you've been thinking about changing your address lately but need to get your house market ready here are a few simple tips to make your house shine clear the clutter basically making your house look like no one lives there when you still live there removing everything from kitchen and bathroom countertops is a great start give your house a deep clean we're not just talking about a simple dust and vacuum think of this as detailing your house get into those hard to reach places especially in the rooms buyers will focus on like the kitchen and bathrooms and power wash the outside walkways and decks a fresh coat of paint can go a long way light gray and white trim is a safe choice and finally talk to us the Christy Neidhart team can help you find things you might not notice around your house that can make a huge difference in your sale price. That's another moving moment from Christy Neidhart. To get in touch, call 410-295-6579 or visit kn-team.com. That's kn-team.com. You never know when you might need an attorney. It could be when the lights light up on the police car behind you. Or maybe you have a million-dollar idea and need to incorporate from wills and trusts to car wrecks and arrests, Scott McMullen with the Annapolis-based Scott McMullen Law LLC is here to offer some insight for you with today's legal brief. This is Scott McMullen, and this is your legal brief. Where in the heck do I put my will? So you get your will done, you get it all executed, you figure out where everything's going to go, and then you, of course, you put it, you run, you don't stop, you run to the bank safety deposit box and you put it in there or you run and you put it in your locker at home and you lock it up or you put it in your safe at home and you lock it up uh, wrong do not do that 
And you know why you don't do it? And it's so easy to do that. And it seems like it makes sense. Those are important documents. Your last will and testament, it's going to divvy up and show where your assets are going to go, potentially guardianships, and really lay out what you want to happen after, uh, after you pass away. But you don't want to put that document in those important documents and you don't want to lock them up because when people that are uh, that are named in the actual will need to use the will, they need to get to the will. So my advice is always to give everyone that's in the will, that's named in the will, a copy of that will. And don't lock up the will because then people can't get to it. It's just that simple. So, again, this is sponsored by Scott McMullen Law, LLC. We're at 104 Cathedral Street in Annapolis, Maryland. If you have any legal questions, call 443-494-9775. This is information and is not intended as advice. You should contact an attorney regarding your individual situation. We invite you to contact Scott McMullen Law, LLC. Please do not send confidential information until such time as the attorney-client relationship has been established. Thank you for listening to the Scott McMillan Law Legal Brief. Cancer will touch everyone in some way at some point in time. In 2021, nearly 35,000 Marylanders will be diagnosed with some form of cancer. It's a diagnosis we all hope never to hear, but there is some encouraging news. The five-year survival rate for all cancers has increased to nearly 70% in the past 50 years, and many cancers are treatable. From diagnosis through treatment, living with cancer is trying not only for the patient, but for family and loved ones as well. It's a team effort, and Wellness House is part of that team with free services and programs for children, teens, adults, patients, and families. Wellness House offers the strength and support needed so a cancer patient can focus on recovery and healing. Wellness is rising at Wellness House of Annapolis, where we are transforming health into wellness beyond a cancer diagnosis. To find out more about our programs or to support our mission, visit AnnapolisWellnessHealth.org. You've been listening to the Eye on Annapolis Daily News Brief. Tell your friends and colleagues, this is the podcast where you can keep up on the latest with what's going on in Annapolis and Anne Arundel County. And don't forget about our website, IonAnnapolis.net, where you can find even more information. And make sure you follow us on Facebook at All Annapolis and on Twitter at IonAnnapolis. This Daily News Brief podcast comes to you every Monday through Friday at 6 a.m.